Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Heart attacks are the leading cause of death in the United States. And according to statistics, one person dies every 36 seconds of heart disease. Hi, I'm Wendy Pett, and you are listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast, and I have a special guest on today. He's an interventional cardiologist, and we're going to be talking about uh, cardiovascular disease, CVD, Um, but he is known as, um, he heals hearts and he mends souls, and that's one of the things that I love about Dr. Sam. Okay, be patient with me. He's already told me how to say his last name, but we're going to try it again. Kojogliant. Nope, I messed it up. You know what? He's going to say his name. That's what we're going to do. He's going to say his name. He's going to laugh when he gets on. But anyway, he is a mender of hearts. He pursues to inspire his patients and community to a healthier life filled with purpose, passion, and poise. He is based in the Santa Clarita, California area. And Dr. Sam continues to serve his communities with love, skill, compassion, and honor. I love that. He has been awarded with the most talented doctor award and the doctor with the best bedside manners. Wow. That is awesome. Have have you ever been to uh, just the doctor, and they had the worst bedside manners. Wow, what an award to have. This is good. Over 900,000 active physicians in America, um, only 6% receive the Patient's Choice Award and less than 3% receive the most compassionate award. And Dr. Sam has received both. He is honored to have both for the last or for the past three years and voted best cardiologist in the Santa Clarita Valley. Dr. Sam uses his God-given skills to practice with passion, heal with compassion, and inspire his patients to live healthier and stronger lives. Welcome to Visibly Fit, Dr. Sam. And please, I'm so sorry I botched your last name. Please say it. I know we went over it. <laughs> no, it was great. It was so funny to watch. But, uh, you know, I see it all the time. You're like, how do you say that? How do you spell that? It's, and it's How do you pronounce it? <laughs> it's pronounced Kojiglanian. Yes. It's so simple once you said it about Kojiglanian. See, I said it. Kojiglanian. Yeah, go. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right. Yes. So just say that five times. Yes, fast, right? yes, yes. <laughs> Dr. Sam for short, well, so we can make it all easy for everybody. Oh, good. Yes. Hallelujah. We'll go with Dr. Sam. Well, Dr. Sam, God tells us in his word, Proverbs 4, 23, he tells us that above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So let's go from there because you see a lot of hearts and you see a lot of what 
is flowing from it and maybe what's not flowing so well from it. <laughs> so let's talk about your, your passion, how you got into even becoming a cardiologist to begin with. And, um, and, and we'll talk about the scripture verse a little bit. Amen. So, uh, so God, Wendy has called me to heal hearts and men's souls and, and rock the planet for Jesus Christ. And, and you know, wherever you go, whatever you do, uh, when you talk to people, when you be with people, when you, whether they're one-on-one with me or it's an audience, I just feel like people's hearts are broken and, and people have, you know, they've tasted grief. They've tasted hardship. They've tasted financial loss. They've t- tasted family loss. They've tasted all kinds of things and 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 it's stored in their soul and it's stored in their hearts and so my heart breaks for that and I just love people God, God had compassion you know he walked on earth and when he saw the crowd he didn't say pitiful he said I have compassion on these beautiful peoples and I, I want to be like Christ so I want to have compassion on people and I want to represent Christ you know when when we're in the hospital when we wear a badge you know I have Samuel Kojiglanian MD on it from cardiology right but I want I don't want to wear my badge I want to wear the badge of Jesus Christ and the badge of Jesus Christ is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control and boy do I mess up on a daily basis but you know what our oh, God is gracious join the club <laughs> I, I want to pour that love in the people I want them when they come to our office I want them when they're leaving they're like Woo, I feel so much more better I feel so good and, and you know that's just the compassion of Jesus Christ it's not me it's him I'm not the generator the Holy Spirit's the generator Amen. Well, I I can just see his light shining bright through you. And um, I can obviously, and everyone listening and watching can hear and see your passion for Christ and and for people. And so let's talk about that. Like, where did that all get started? I mean, you went to school, obviously, to become a cardiologist. Um, Were you already in the flow of, of, uh, being saved and in the Holy spirit or, or did this come later? Tell us a little bit about that. It came at the age of five, believe it or not, when I was, uh, oh, okay. Awesome. I was a youngster in Jerusalem. I, we, I grew up in Jerusalem, the Holy land. Uh, and I yes. was uh, brought up in an Armenian community where Armenians by background. And so I, I was brought up there, but at the age of five, uh, in Sunday school, listening to mom preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, it my mom's side has pastors. My dad was a preacher, uh, though that wasn't his vocation. And so we heard the gospel. And it's so neat, uh, Wendy, because uh, in the Armenian community, especially in Jerusalem, most of the Armenian folks are Orthodox. So they, they go to church. They may light a candle. They may do the cross. But yet, do they know Jesus? Uh, it's hard to say. Yet, right. I was brought up Protestant, which is like, what? That's insanity. That's going against the grain. That's going against the flow. And so I, at the, especially in Jerusalem, yes, yes, it's so true. And and at the age of five, I was like, I'm hearing about this man, right? That he sticks closer to you than a brother. I'm hearing about someone who sacrificed for me. I'm hearing about someone who carried the cross for me. I'm hearing the one who will carry me. I'm hearing the one who will never neglect me, betray me, divorce me, reject me. I'm hearing about, I'm like, what? Sign me up. Sign me up right now. <laughs> I want this friend in my life, in my soul, in my heart, in my brain. I want this man to carry me all the, for the rest of my life. And so at the age of five, I said, Jesus, I am yours and you are mine. Let's go. Let's rock the planet together. So that, that was at the age of five. 
at the same time, and I, and I hear a voice in my heart and soul and mind, and it's not an audible voice where it's calling my name out, but I'm hearing this voice saying, you, when you grow up, not only will you touch mankind, but you will be a heart doctor that touches uh, the hearts of man physically. And so at that age, I knew what my calling was uh, to heal people, uh, not only physically, but to heal people by the grace of God and solely by his mm-hmm. grace to heal the peoples uh, with their with their their hearts and their minds that are just crushed. I mean, we're talking about crushed, crushed people, hearts that are broken. And so that's at the age of five. And, you know, it's a long journey. It's a journey that takes you through coming from Jerusalem to America, to being rejected by people, hated by people. And and how old were you when you came to Nine, uh, age of nine. So from five to nine, obviously in Jerusalem. But then after that, uh, at the age of nine, a place called Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, Chattanooga, where the choo-choo wow. train is. Yeah, I was just... Wait, I don't hear that accent. Yeah, though. it comes out when I'm tired. <laughs> it comes out when I'm <laughs> acting silly. And so it's just, you know, it's just a foreign land to me. I mean, you think Jerusalem is foreign. Well, I come to Chattanooga, Tennessee from Jerusalem. That's foreign. <laughs> uh, and so I was called the ugly dog. I was beaten up. Aww. I was hated. I was called a foreigner. Yeah. I was said to go mm. home. You don't belong here, boy. Uh, what you doing here in our town you know it's just it's harsh but yet you have a pastor who loved you there uh brother andrus and just uh you know they took us in they loved us so it's just you know i always say you know everybody's complaining about i'm on the wrong side of the tracks and that and this is not fair look at here you get on the left side or the right side, it don't matter. You just get on the tracks, ride with Jesus Christ. He's going to take you to your destination. Just ride with Jesus. Yes. And so, you know, that was a hardship in itself. But but overcame with that, you know, in a matter of two years, I, I was by the people who hated me. I was voted the best all around students by those who hated me because I gave. You you give to people. You you um, sit and study the language of, of English. You sit and say, my parents said, sit on your butt. Study hard. Don't fight with your fists. Get on your knees and fight. Pray to God Mm. and let him change you. Don't change the people. We're always trying to change people. Like if I can change you, I'll be, it'll be a better world. No. If you can change the plank in your eye. Yes. (laughs) If you can change yourself, if I can change myself, it will be a better world. And the only person that can Mm. change you and me is Jesus Christ. So draw yourself Mm. near to him. Consecrate yourself to him. He says in Leviticus eleven forty four that, you know, be holy for I am holy. Separate yourself. We're, we're here meddling in the world, getting a little of news, getting a little of this movie, getting a little of this rock star. And then we're like, I don't understand why my life is falling apart, baby, because you're in the world like that. So get into the <laughs> word and be holy and change yourself. And bam, all of a sudden you can change the world because you change yourself. And so I am cardiologist slash Preacher, yeah. come on, Doctor Sam, I love it. I love From it. From there to uh, California, ooh, that's another mm-hmm. crazy move, y'all. Uh, that's a totally different yes, world. Yes, yeah? it is. And so California, and then apply to medical. Ultimate, you know, get an uh, undergrad at USC University of Southern Cali, and then uh, try to apply to medical school. Yeah, I mean, you talk about rejection. 27 rejection letters over a period of three years being told you ain't got what it takes to be a doctor. Uh, You know, you're in the wrong field. You should have changed long before. You wasted three, four years. I don't know what you're thinking. Mm. I mean, all this bombardment. This is life. Life isn't like, oh, you're a sweetheart and let's help you all the way. You know, if you get that, ooh, 
that's good. Take that road and run with it. But life to me was, I mean, hit, hit, hit. Uh, reject, reject, reject. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Fall, fall, fall. Fail, fail, fail. It was not easy. 27 rejection letters. You thinking, I did I hear... Wait, did I hear the Lord right or am I in a different world here? What, what am I doing? Maybe I was just a, a delusional at the age of five and I didn't hear the Lord. Mm. And he didn't write on the tablets of my heart. You know, all these things come at you. Uh, and, you sure. know, people can be nasty during these times. They can be like, you know what? I think you're doing this for the money and God is uh, punishing you and you shouldn't be doing this. You should go to something else. And you're like, wow, all this you just got to take it, you know, and, and Jesus took all the knowing that we have an audience of one. Yes. Right? Jesus yeah. took all this wrath on him on the cross. I don't need to take it on me. I just leave it to the Lord. Lord, this is what they're saying to me. I, this is what you said to me. I trust you. People may be giving me facts, but you give me the truth. I'm taking the truth over facts any day because the truth comes from Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life, John 14, 6, and I ain't going nowhere else. I'm sticking with Jesus Christ. And so that that was hard for me. With the, and then I got on my knees after the 27th rejection letter. I'm like, okay, my life is over. I mean, this is like what I've been building. Can you imagine building this like a Taj Mahal all your life and the wind comes and blows it down and you've, you've done this for 20, 30 years and you've constructed this and you're like, are you kidding me? All my resources, all my strength, all my breath, all my heart, all my soul, and now it's destroyed and I don't have nothing. And so I got on my knees. Yeah, I, I want to, yeah, because I want to put a pause on that right now, Dr. Sam, because you're speaking to somebody that has been doing the long haul and has been hearing nothing but rejection after rejection after rejection. And so what, what you're telling me is that, um, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, number one. Um, but but your perseverance, right? When when you knew what God put on your heart, you didn't let others steal that that truth away. And and this world can be such a tough place sometimes and it could snuff out the truth. And so I love that you got on your knees and you prayed. So let's let's hear at, at that moment what transpired. Yes, amen. And so I'm totally with you. I totally agree. You know what what you, when you said what you said when he came to my mind uh, I it, Winston Churchill came to my mind. He, one day, you know, he came on stage and he was going to give a big lecture. Everybody's got their pencils and pens and they're going to write this down the, the, the man when he speaks he's going to say something for 5 10 20 30 minutes. It's a graduation and everybody's excited and he just said never 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 quit give up and that was it right he walked off the stage and that's Drop what the we mic have to do it's <laughs> like a little donkey it, <laughs> it's like a donkey that's old and and he had a master and this donkey was uh right beside a well and he actually fell in the well and the owner's like mm, this donkey's kind of old and I don't think he's going to do much more work. So I'm just going to bury him. And so he gets the dirt and buries and, and is going to bury and put, pours more dirt, more dirt in the well. And the donkey's like, what? I'm about to die. And so he shakes it off, shakes the dirt and steps on it. And more dirt comes, he shakes it off and steps on it. More dirt comes and shakes it off and steps on it. And by the time he the, uh, the master was done, that donkey was on the ground. He was out of the well. So this is what life does sometimes. <laughs> it throws dirt at you. Shake it off. Good analogy. Step on it. Shake it off. Yes. Step on it. Let's go. Let's go, people. You can mm, do this by I God's like grace. It. So I'm on my knees. Yes. And I'm like, Lord God. And he's like, don't call me Lord. I'm not your Lord. I'm your savior, but I'm not your Lord. And I'm like, oh, now the Holy Spirit's beating me up. What's going on here, people? 
And, and, <laughs> and uh, he told me in a fine way that medicine had become my Lord. Watch, you know, uh, mm. the way a man, we can, we can uh, engineer our steps. We can engineer our ways, but the Lord actually can take one step and he can lead you in a different direction. But our steps mm. can actually lead us to death. Uh, the Lord's steps can lead us to life and it will lead us to life. And he was showing me that my foundation was basically medicine. I mean, yes, I love the Lord. Yes. Uh, yes. I, he, I, I had him as my savior, but I wasn't acting. My behavior wasn't acting like he was my king, my Lord, my all. Medicine was my all. So he had to actually, in my life, strip it away. And I gave him medicine that day. I said, I, you take it. Uh, you take it. If you take it, <laughs> part of my heart's going to die. I'll tell you the truth. But I'd rather be uh, have you as my Lord than me having myself as my Lord or medicine as my Lord. So he took it. He literally took it. I, I gave it to him. He became my Lord that day, finally. And uh, a week later, I was at this time, I had applied to a master's program at USC medical school. I had gotten in and I was called by the dean like seven days after I prayed this prayer. And I'm like, okay, here it is. I'm actually going to get kicked out, y'all. I'm going to get kicked out of this master's <laughs> program. And so he's like, we've been watching you. And we'd like to know if you'd like to teach our medical students. And you're thinking, this is insanity. I am a wow. 27, uh, a 27 times reject. And you, I'm at a prestigious medical school. I'm in a master's program alongside with medical students. I'm not in medical school. But he wants me to teach the medical students. And I can't even be a medical student. And I'm thinking, this is this is God. This is only, this only God can do that. Only God. Yeah. And he didn't do that because I'm like, okay, now that I handed off my card and said, here, I sign up you as my Lord. Oh, okay. My son. Now he just did that. Cause he's gracious. That's all. Mm. He didn't do that because mm. I'm me. He did that because he is he and he is God and he is Lord and he is gracious and he is kind and he is loving and he is giving for God so loved the world that he gave. He's not a taker. He's a giver. He gives and gives and gives. And he is the most selfless being in this universe. He gives. And the reason he gave this to you, Dr. Sam, is because he knew, right? <laughs> he knew that he would get all the glory. I mean, listen to you. There's no you getting any credit here. He knew your heart and he knew that you would, that he would get all the glory for this incredible uh, door that he, he kicked open for you. So that is beautiful. I love that. I love that. Amen. So um, as you are, um, you know, you're doing all the things you're, you're, you're teaching medical students and then you're, you've, you've got patients yourself eventually. And you're, you're, you're doing all the, the stuff, the, the doctor stuff, right? Um, let's talk a little bit about, about, um, bedside manners and, and how, um, most people have experienced doctors at their bedside and how you come along and the difference. Well, I, I think part of the healing in medicine is not the medication and it's not the stents that we place in a man's or woman's heart uh, to open up a clogged artery. I think a, a lot of the healing is, number one, how you touch a patient and how you love a patient and how you approach a patient. And I, I treat patients as if they belong to me. Uh, this, you know, this, a lot of my patients are in obviously in their 70s uh, and we got youngsters today. Why? Because of the stress. Uh, and, and 
And so uh, we want to talk about that. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> and so I treated mm-hmm. them as if they're my mom or dad, and I don't want any harm to come to mom and dad. So I don't want any harm to come to my patients. And if you treat people as if they belong to you, then you'd like, I don't want harm. I don't want anyone to harm me. Why would I want to harm somebody else? And that in a sense, I don't, I don't order things that are unnecessary. Like let's order this and let's mm-hmm. why, why is that? I wouldn't do it for a family member. So I'm not going to do it to my patients. So I, my whole thing is to give them love, hold their hands, uh, look in their love eyes. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yes, yes. Yeah. The golden rule. Look in their eyes when yeah. you're talking, not at your computer. Uh, and so when you're looking in their eyes, they're like, this doctor is actually listening to me. So that people yes. want to be, uh, you know, I call my, a lot of my patients, kids, Hey kids, how you doing? And they're like, Oh my gosh, he called me a kid. You know, I joke with them. I have fun with them. Uh, and it's not like, uh, this is a, a technical thing here. And we're going to talk about your heart. It's not like that. It's like, Hey, your heart is pump is good. But when it's relaxing, it's a little stiff like this. We're going to reverse this. It's reversible. You can do it. You got this. Yes. Here's how you do it. And so it's always, yes. Do you hear that? Everybody listen listening, it's reversible. Heart disease is reversible. I just wanted to, you know, put a highlight. Hey man, <laughs> it is, it is. You can do, you can change a lot of things yes. about your heart. And that's one of the reasons why I went into the heart is because uh, obviously the calling, but it's one of the fields that's a happy field, right? You get to save lives. You get to bring the dead back to, to life uh, by God's grace. Uh, and, and you make, the, you change mm-hmm. the quality of somebody's life. Absolutely. And I love too, Dr. Sam, that you are all about um, well, I, I always say mind, body, spirit, but you are about the body, the soul. Um, and so with that said, I know that a lot of dis-ease in the body comes from emotions and stuffed, backlogged <laughs> um, events that had happened in someone's life. And so let's talk a little bit about that because I actually was on your site and I read of the story of David and I thought that'd be a good one to talk about uh, your patient there because I think it'll bring, uh, and it's also in, in alignment with what I teach as well. And so let's just share a little bit about David and what he was dealing with and going through and and how you brought new light to the situation. Oh, one, of, one of the stories that came to my mind, it may not be David, but one of the stories that came to my mind when you were saying that, Wendy, was uh, like a healthy gentleman, 45 years old, a runner. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So a runner. Oh, okay. I change the names of the patients when I talk about it. I don't know if that was so him. I'm like, anyway, David? Yeah. I'm like, David, the king of the Bible? Uh, let me I don't know him. <laughs> I know about him. But anyway, so David, uh, so a 45-year-old youngster who's a runner. I mean, the, the boy is an athlete and he does not smoke. He's slim. His body mass index is about 21, 22, uh, which is an amazing body mass index. The normal body mass index, by the way, is between 18.5 to 24.9. Uh, and so not many of my patients have that, but we're getting there. We're getting there, y'all. Yes. And so he's a runner. He's not a smoker. He doesn't have high cholesterol. He's not on any medications. He hydrates himself. I'm thinking, why in the world is this man having a heart attack in front of my face? Why in the world are we opening up a clogged artery of 9,900% and putting in a stent in this man? And we, I mean, I don't, I I can't ask those questions at that time. I just like, how you doing? Uh, What happened to you? When did you get the pain? Where is it? Where is it going? What's the EKG saying? I don't have time. We got to go. We got to rush. And we open up his heart artery. And then after he's stable and calmed down and all is well, and he's alive, praise God, uh, 
is we were asking, I asked questions, you know, tell me about yourself. I, and he's like, I'm a runner. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Your cholesterol is pristine. It's great. Your blood pressure is off the charts. Good. And, and uh, you, you're not diabetic. Your sugar is like 96 and I, uh, glucose is 96. How can this be? The A1C, which tells us if they have uh, diabetes or not, is like 5.1. That's that's uh, insane good. good. And so I, yeah. he, I talk and talk. And the more I talk, I find out that he's in the middle of a divorce. Uh, his wife uh, is leaving him, taking the children. The children now turned mm. against dad. Uh, and, and it, you know, she calls them useless and no good for nothing. And so he's lost his family and he's so bitter in the, the way he's being treated by his wife and his kids that stress and anger got to his heart. And and it literally it, dealing with a, a broken heart. Yeah, it was a broken heart, and mm-hmm. its catecholamines increased. The heart rate increased. It revved up the the arteries. It sheared the arteries, and all of a sudden, a plaque just burst in his heart, and and caused this uh, heart a major heart attack. And so, you take a, a human being who's healthy, whole, wonderful, yet going through a stressful, strainful situation, and and getting not only agitated, but angry and not only getting angry, but, but this, his whole world is now turning around this anger and it's turning into bitterness and the bitterness is beating up the heart physically. So what, what is in your soul, which is in your mind is now translating into the body and beating up the body. And that's how he got yes. beat up. And uh, we talked about it. We actually prayed about it. He actually came to Christ. As I said, you know, mm-hmm. Christ ha- has died for you, loves you. You're being called useless, but Christ calls you his child. Let's go with Christ. And so he gave his heart to Christ. And since then, he's, he's been awesome. Sam. He's been wonderful. He's had no, no further so problems. I love that story. And it's just a reminder that um, uh, heart d- disease doesn't always have a, a perfect profile of that person, right? Like it it can, so, so I do want to talk about stress because um, people will be hearing this at other times, but this is going to be aired in December. And so December can be a tough, stressful time for many. And so what, what do you suggest? I mean, you're healthy, you're whole, but then you've got this stress or maybe just that deep burden of, of family stuff. It's, it's usually a relationship situation. I was talking to my husband the other day. We're like, it's usually about relationships. Um, but, but when you have that struggle, what do you suggest? How, how, how can people bust through the stress so that it doesn't cause the same thing that this gentleman uh, had to go through? I think the first thing, Wendy, is, is forgiveness. Uh, because I, I, I don't know of anybody who's walked through life and going, oh, nobody's insulted me before. And I'm just a happy-go-lucky <laughs> camper. And, you know, uh, life comes with insults. And it comes from people who are close to us at, at times. And it comes from family members at times. So I think the first thing to do is to forgive these people. It's not the fact that you're like, well, I'm not going to let them off loose like that. It, it, I'm not, <laughs> if I forgive them, That's that the means what they talking, did was right. right. No, no. What they did was wrong. What they did was ugly. What they said was wrong. How they tore your heart is is inexplicable and inexcusable. Yet you're tormenting yourself because a lot of times people who do what they do to us, they really don't care. They're like... They're happy-go-lucky. You're the one that's hurt. I'm the one that's hurt. And so we you carry the burden. Yeah. yeah, we're the one that's carries the burden. And so in order to uh, to detach yourself from that, it's just to say, I forgive you. Why? So you can protect your heart. 
You can protect your soul. You can protect your brain. It's like, uh, you know, I want them to die. I want them to die. Yet you're the one sitting in the prison and you're the one that's got the poison in your mouth. And you're like, I want them to die. Uh, Here, I want them to die. And you're the one (laughs) drinking the poison. And it doesn't make sense. So you can release yourself of the poison. Say, I forgive you. The choice. I'm not saying that what you did is right, but I do forgive. I release you. Uh, I always Mm. say, you know what? You want to throw a pebble at somebody? Ooh, that's going to hurt them. They're like, oh, what was that? But if you want God to take care of the situation, maybe he can drop a boulder. Let the <laughs> Lord drop the boulder. Never there mind you about your Let little, oh I, can't, oh, I can't stand you and throwing pebbles at people. Look it. Let go of your pebble. Let the Lord deal that's with good. the boulder. And that, I love it. Yeah. That way you're like, oh, yes, I can forgive you. Because the Lord got a boulder coming your way. But that's the Lord. <laughs> it's not me. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'll pray for you. May the Lord heal you. And, and that's another thing. The second thing is I bless the people who have crushed me. And that's mm, not easy. Mm, that's good. But I bless that's them. Right. I pray for them. Uh, and I mean crush. I'm not saying, oh, you're ugly. And oh, that hurt me. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about crush. I'm talking about rejection. Right. I'm talking about throwing you out uh, from somewhere. And so uh, I pray for them now that, that Lord bless them. You know, okay. uh, the boulder is up to the Lord. But for me, it's to bless them. And it, th- that takes a while. It's really hard at the, at the beginning to bless people who have hurt you. But anyway, forgive and blessing the yes. people and 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 that doesn't mean the next time you see me oh huggy huggy love you love you that's not what i'm saying you don't need to this is not like a re- reconciliation boundaries yeah, yeah you got boundaries you don't you don't have to be with these people but you do you should forgive them because that will be you want to be kind to your heart your physical heart you want to be kind to it and so that is of nothing else forgive and bless those people um, it, it, because you're selfishly wanting to be healthy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ultimately it's going to lead to your good health. And so there you absolutely, go. uh, that's, that's a fruit, you know, the, the root of it is I'm getting rid of my bitterness and the fruit of, mm-hmm. of it is I'm going to become healthy. It just, it comes automatically. You don't even have to strain, you know, have you ever watched a tree go, Ooh, I'm about to give an apple poof. And an apple comes out. The, <laughs> the, the tree doesn't strain it. So we need, we don't need to strain. And I think we're straining in life and stressing in life. What's going to happen here? What am I going to do here? How am I going to let, give it to the Lord and let the Lord deal with all your situation. Give people to the Lord, give your situation to the Lord. And the stress, by the way, the stress that we feel uh, comes uh, first comes from, I believe, not being in the word. Uh, th- yeah. This word is not just empty words to you in, in Deuteronomy 32, 47. This word is your life. So people don't get that. People thinking like mm, one minute devotional. <laughs> See you later, Lord. Uh, no, I, and I don't I don't mean to sit down on your butt and study the word. Uh, well, maybe I do. I mean, uh, you know, that's yeah. a good thing. But not because you want to follow the letter of the law, but because you're because you're attracted to the love of God. That's why you read the word. But but know that when you're in the word, you mention, when do you mention Proverbs 4.23, I believe, when we started? Yes. yes. If you go a little before that and you go to Proverbs 4.20 and 21, it says, my, my son, my daughter, pay attention to my words, incline your ears to my words, keep them close to your eyes, Put them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to their whole body. 
child. Yes. You want to be healthy. Hello. You don't want no cardiologist in your life. You don't want to see no primary doctor. I don't know. I think we all need a little Sam in our life. He's, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> Put the Lord Jesus in your heart. Get that word yes. in your heart. You're like, I don't have time for it. You mean, okay, wait up. You don't have time for health. You don't have time yeah. for joy. That's why you messed yeah. up. So get. Well, okay. But let's pause on that because there are a lot of people that it's that stinking thinking, right. Or they've become products of their environment or they just, you know, it's hard. They, they think it's hard. Well, yeah, any kind of change is hard in the beginning and then it becomes uh, easy. Um, but I, I want to go to actually someone that has had heart disease because of the fact that they have um, neglected their body or they have actually done harm to their body as a way of stuffing emotions or or just um, not not giving reverence or care for this body that is a gift. And, and, and talk to someone like that that feels like maybe it's too late, they're too far gone. Talk to someone um, on that level. It's never too far gone. I think you, well, number one, through prayer, you can bring, bring healing and wholeness to your body. Number two, doing some some wise things, easy things will just, uh, it will heal your body and heal your heart. And the first thing is water. I think uh, most of us are dehydrated. Uh, I try to chug yes. as uh, like eight glasses of water in the uh, beginning of the day uh, because I'm talking a, a lot during the day on the phone with my patients on and on. So water is so important to our health, believe it or not. Sodas, will kill you. You know, if I, I don't mm -hmm. have a can of soda here because uh, I don't drink soda, but if let's say I have That's a, a can of soda, right? In that soda, there is 11 white sugar cubes, 11. Mm -hmm. You uh, mm -hmm. are allowed six to nine water, uh, six to nine uh, white sugar cubes a day. That's all you're allowed. And in that soda can, there's 11 white sugar cubes. It's, it's unreal. And and you and people are just building a sickness by drinking sodas like that. So that's one thing. But instead of sodas, go to water. You're like, I don't like the water taste. Well, just put a little lemon in it or something to put a little cucumber in it. But don't put no sugar go. in it. Just put a little lemon, <laughs> put a little cucumber and, and, and the water all of a sudden tastes so good. And, and, you know, 90% of your brain is like water by weight and 70% of your body is water by weight. So most of us are dehydrated. If you want to start thinking straight, drink water. Yeah. And, and the, 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 you know, the coagulation of the blood, it becomes thicker and thicker, but with water, it becomes thinner. That's what you want to decrease the chances of a heart attack, to decrease the chances of a stroke. So that's one thing I could give our loved ones here that are listening and that will be listening. Uh, water, 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 water. Then number two, uh, you're like, I ain't got time to exercise. Uh, they, said i gotta exercise 30 minutes a day just driving to the gym takes me 30 minutes and driving back takes me 40 minutes now that's great now calm down you don't gotta go to the gym you can just get some shoes and go outside and walk 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 mm -hmm. walk and so walking by the way if you walk 10 minutes um every day and it's like if you um let's say you, wendy and i are talking to each other and we're like okay we, i gotta go because i'm short of breath and so that's how you got to walk in that pace. Uh, of course, at first, if you ain't been walking, don't be running. Just walk slowly, okay? But 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day will decrease your heart attack risk by 50%. Oh, no, that's crazy. Is that right? 50%? Yeah, that's phenomenal. You I'm keep all about walking. It. And people are like, I don't have the time. Stop it. 
give me 10 minutes. You ain't got 10 minutes. Give me five minutes. You ain't got an outside to go to. Well, walk no, around. I'm going to say, give me 10. Yeah. Everybody's got Everybody's 10. Everybody's got on. 10. I got 10. <laughs> and so walk around your sofa while you're watching what you're watching. But if it's crazy, turn it off because that thing is nasty to your soul. Okay. But that's yeah, another matter. So uh, <laughs> I think Christians is so funny to me that Christians watch the same thing, listen to the same thing, listen to the same news, music, news, whatever, as, as the world does. And they want different results. Seriously, it ain't going to come. Yeah. So get into right. the word. But OK, so we got water. We got walk. Yep. And then we got weigh yourself every day. I got you. I'm going to get you to WWWs of this world. Okay. You got a WWW coming up. Water, walk, <laughs> and weigh yourself because people lie to themselves. They're like, I'm overweight. I know, doctor. I'm like, child, you ain't overweight. You morbidly obese. <laughs> That's now, not sometimes overweight. that weight. You over the scale. Sometimes that. <laughs> you broke the scale. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Now, sometimes that weight checking it every day can uh, increase those stress levels. It can. So, um, it can. Well, at least you know. a week, once a week, do something. Uh, once so a week you, is look good. It. Yes. If you don't want to do that, just skip that part. I got another W for you. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> just skip that part. Just come to my office. And when you come to my office, everybody's like, well, I weigh five more pounds than I do at home. I'm like, that's because you got clothes on. <laughs> so anyway, that's another matter. But the other W is the word. And we've talked about the word. You want wholeness, you know, in uh, Psalm 107, 20, it says he sent forth the word and it healed them. In 1 Peter 2, uh, 24, it says by his stripes, 40 save one, 40 minus one, which equals 39. By his stripes, we are healed. Isaiah 53, 5, by his stripes, you were healed and or you are healed. And so the word has a lot of healing in it. So if you want healing, not only to for your body and not only for your soul, but also for the spirit, uh, then get into the word. And that's, that's how you get healthy for the, I gave uh, someone that has heart disease that has not been kind to his or her body, some simple instructions on how to get back to life. I didn't say, well, okay, now get on the treadmill for this. And that. I just said, walk. Uh, I didn't say, you know, you got to drink this, eat this and watch out for this. What I just said, drink the water. Because by the way, if you're hungry and you drink water, you'll cut down on the amount of calories that you're about to eat. That's kind of cool. Sure. And yes. weigh if you want to, but don't get crazy on me. <laughs> don't get stressed out. And then uh, the word, get into the word. These are some simple That's things so that they can do. And I would, I would encourage our listeners to increase their vegetable intake. Sometimes I tell my patients. Yes. Yes, yes, I, yes. You know, there's fruits and there's vegetables. I tell, tell my patients, go to a ratio of 10 to 1. 10 veggies to 1 fruit. Why? Because fruit mm -hmm. has a lot of gl glucose, fructose in it, a lot fructose. of sugar. And so mm -hmm. if you want the right fruits, go for the berries like blueberries and boysenberries and strawberries, which have a very low glycemic index versus something like watermelon, which has a very high glycemic index. But on the, on the other side, the veggies, yum, yum. Uh, you know, every day I eat carrots and cauliflower and broccoli, just raw like that. And you're like, how do you do that? Yes. Well, that's my snack. It's my almonds. Yes. 23 almonds a day. Oh, they're so good. They got a lot of fat <laughs> in it. Uh, but it's not the, you know, it's not the polysaturated fat. It's the monosaturated fat. It's the good fat. Almonds, eat avocados uh, have good fat in it. Uh, oh my gosh. I love this because you're talking my language. I feel like, yeah. This sweet is potatoes, so <laughs> by the way, if you want potassium, magnesium, people run yes. to bananas, right? Well, bananas got about 130 calories, but sweet potatoes got 110 calories and it's got much more and those potassium avocados. and magnesium. Go for the sweet potatoes. 
potatoes and I ain't talking fried, y'all. I'm talking sweet potatoes <laughs> that are baked. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That's so good. I love it. I love it. Um, would you recommend um, heart rate monitors? Absolutely. You know, I never thought that I'd be wearing uh, an eye uh, an eye watch. Right. And, I never uh-huh. thought I would. I, I'm like, are you I crazy? I ain't going. I, All right. What What is yours right now? Oh, hit, hit your heart. What it's you got? probably it's usually 54 or 55. And now I'm excited. And it's uh, 77. What a number. 77. Mine is 88. And I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I'm standing up <laughs> and I'm just jumping up and down. And so this watch is probably giving me kudos for standing up right now. So yes. And, oh, yeah. Anyway, I never thought I'd wear this. But you know why I'm wearing this? Because I was I, I won't give you the names, but I was going from one uh, uh, it's a telephone company to the next telephone company because that telephone company was getting on my nerves. And so I went to the next <laughs> one and I said, I'd like to switch over today. Like, look, it. if you want to switch over today, we give you a free watch. I'm like, what? Oh, there you go. Sign me up again. <laughs> okay. And so I signed up and I love it. It tells me move boy, move. Let's go. The only thing that makes me That's mad so is it says breathe. And I'm like, you better not tell me to breathe. You're like, I've been I, breathing I, all day. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's I turned good. that thing on. No more telling me to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dr. Sam, I want to be respectful of your time, but I know a few people want to know because um, they've been probably a little concerned because of the pandemic, right? And myocarditis and, and just the words around all of it, right? So let's, let's, Talk a little bit on how to ease someone's um, um, the stress levels around myocarditis and with the pandemic and, and what you suggest for people to do over and beyond what you're telling us now, if there's anything, um, it, just share a little bit. Sure. I think uh, we, we need to take care of ourselves. And uh, instead of, uh, uh, you know, bombarding ourselves with drugs and medications, we can go to supplements that are quite helpful during this time, the pandemic pandemic time and the virus that's running around COVID-19 that's uh, that's really paralyzed the world in a sense. And I do yes. think it's demonic in nature uh, because God has come here to, to give us life. You know, Satan, the devil comes to steal, kill, destroy, according to John 10, 10. But God has come to give us life. There goes give again, give us life and give it to us more abundantly. But how do you protect yourself? Obviously, you wash your hands. I mean, there's no uh, no buts about that. And a lot of times I had no idea, by the way, uh, before this pandemic, how much I touched my face with my fingers. And and I like, stop, right. stop it. Don't touch your face with your uh, fingers. Or, or people that chew on their nails yeah. or whatever, right? Uh, yeah. So I, I have it. to tell myself <laughs> to stop it. And so wash, wash. Uh, mm-hmm. The hands uh, constantly do that. Uh, and then how about vitamin D? I think vitamin D is important uh, during this time. A, a study in Israel, 50,000 patients, uh, the, the ones who got COVID had a very low vitamin D level. The ones who didn't had high or higher vitamin D levels. So vitamin D is important. Uh, zinc is important. If you take quercetin with zinc, it allows the zinc to go into your cells uh, better. And it's a, a immune booster. Vitamin C is important. So these are some of the things you can do. And these are things that are like, I need a prescription. No, you don't. You don't need a prescription for any of these. So you go at it right. and, and this will help your body. Um, so water. good. That's so good. Water, water, water. Water is um, the ticket. Um, the WWW. I'm talking water. Yeah. You want to stay healthy, go <laughs> for the water. So these are some of the things you can do to decrease the stress level. And, you're, and the more you're stressed, like, oh, I'm scared of this, the, the, the lower your immune system gets. So, okay. Exactly. That, that's another yes, thing that's I need good. to tell our peoples. 
Stop talking mm-hmm. death. Talk life. The power yes, life. of life and death are in the tongue. You want to die? Just speak death. You want to live? Speak life. And that's in Proverbs Amen. chapter 18. So uh, uh, speak yes. life. The power of life and death is, is in this small little m- muscle here, the tongue. So uh, the, uh, speak yes. life. And then, uh, so, uh, d- you know, what else can you do? I just go to Psalm 91. That's, oh, I, that's my go-to. Oh, that's a good that's one. That's my go-to. That's a good one. He who dwells yes. in the secret place of the Most High shall dwell under the, the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. Surely he will spare you from the perilous pestilence. He is your spirit. Mm. You know, he will cover you under his wings mm. and under his wings. You shall find refuge. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall on your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. So that's how you got to yes. talk. That's how you got to think. That's, that's how right. you got. And by the way, Wendy, it says he who dwells in the secret place of the most high. It don't say he who visits. Like, hey, Lord, how you doing? No, it's not he who visits. It's he or she who dwells. Dwell in the Lord Mm -hmm. and let him be your greatest protection. Hallelujah. Live in the Lord. Yes, that's so good. That's so good. Okay, we were just talking about a couple um, supplements. I want to talk a little bit about um, high cholesterol quickly um, because I want to know if if you have found any uh, scientifically-based evidence that supports replacing statins like with red yeast extract or... Um, uh, berberine or berg, uh, bergma, any of those? Have you seen any uh, evidence-based stats on that? Because I've seen, I mean, I, I mean, I've seen my patients or, or clients that reverse that just by you know eating differently and exercising. But I'm curious about if you recommend those. Well, absolutely. I've, I've seen, I've seen the difference um, mm. when, when people are not on statins, I've seen statins, uh, you know, a, a lot of my patients are obviously on statins because it's one of the drugs that right. regresses uh, atherosclerosis and arterial our artery disease. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. after a heart attack and MI, I, I don't have much choice, but a lot of patients sure. of mine sure. say, uh, no, I'm not taking no statins. You know, it causes this and it causes this and gives me muscle pain. Now, why why should I do it? Uh, most of the time, I'm preventative, right? It's it's kind of too late exactly. when you're at the a cardiac cath lab and we're trying to open up and a on, heart artery on your table. So yeah. we are. I'm so preventative minded. It's crazy that I I when I see a high cholesterol, I'm like, here it is. The ball's in your court. I don't even yeah. say take this mm-hmm. supplement or take that supplement. I'm like the ball is in your court. Give it to me. I'm giving you two, three months. Let's go. Let's do this walking. Let's and even you without supplements, it. my patients mm-hmm. turn their cholesterol around dramatically. It's unreal. It's just unbelievable. Yes. So we go back yeah. to the water. We go back to the walking, and all of a sudden we go back to the uh, veggies. And I'm not saying be a vegetarian. Some of my worst coronary artery disease patients are uh, those who are vegans because they be eating butter and, and junk all, food. Yes. And vegans, junk food yeah. pastries mm-hmm. all day long. And like that ain't no help. Well, well they're probably not doing butter, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, junk food for sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, fish, yeah, it's, fish, by the way, to get that cholesterol down, let's go with the almonds. Let's go with the avocados, believe it or not. Let's go with the salmon. Oh, yeah. salmon's so good for you. All the fat in the salmon is good fat. So, uh, so more fish, more chicken without the skin, um, all this stuff, uh, changing habits uh, and less pastries, all of a sudden people's cholesterols are down. And so I'm a great proponent of preventative care without medications. 
I love that. I love that. And, you know, having more vegetables is, is really such a big key because you get the phytonutrients and the phytochemicals that are going to fight that. So, um, I love that Dr. Sam, you're just fantastic. Okay. So I have one question and it's kind of a selfish question because my husband, (laughs) he, um, has a little bit recently he went to the doctor and they said his, he had high blood pressure and he's like, what? I mean, he's like a picture of health. And, um, it's interesting because now he's got a monitor and he's, he's, he's messing with the data is what he's doing. He's, he's like, okay, well, when I drink coffee, it's really high. And now when I go urinate, it's normal. Like, it's just interesting how you can kind of, um, uh, just kind of manipulate the data a little bit. So is there like a best time to take your blood pressure so that it's, it's uh, a good, a good reading? Yeah, stop manipulating Best your reading. blood pressure reading. <laughs> yeah, you tell my husband yes, right that, now. That's I, right. <laughs> I tell my patients to take um, their blood pressure twice a day. And one when they okay. wake up early in the morning uh, while they're in bed or they're sitting up before they run to the bathroom, before they get their coffee. And yes, coffee, by the way, does rev up the heart rate and oh. does rev up the blood pressure in some of my patients. It's mm-hmm. true. In fact, when we're doing a stress test uh, in our office, we tell our patients on that day not to drink coffee. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like the, some of the world slows down. Or they stop. freak out. <laughs> but but I'm like, no, you can't have coffee on this day. Uh, so that's one in the morning. Wendy, and then the second one is before they go to sleep. So this is the two oh, good. good times uh, where I and and if they're at work and they're under great stress, I actually ask them to take it during that time in the midday, so that I I'll know. My, wow, at work you're like this, at home you're like this, and I actually have them log in not only the time they or vice take, versa. <laughs> <laughs> like at home you're like yeah, not yeah, only the time are. they logged uh, uh they but what they were doing at that time. Uh, so it helps mm-hmm. me gauge and I do it for a week. So I have about 14 readings or 21 readings, depending on whether they took uh, their blood pressure uh, twice or three times in a day. So, yeah, it's and, and it's important okay. to prop the uh, uh, prop the right hand or right hand where, uh, you know, at the level of the heart when they're taking it. Yeah. If they, they want to cheat, they can raise their hand all the way up. And if they want to. Have, no, don't tell. Don't tell my yeah, husband yeah. that because, it- <laughs> well, it's his, you know, it's his life. And so he's going to yeah, he's no. going to be a good boy. Uh, and yes, he yeah, is. Yes, he he's is. not. He's going to prevent the strokes and the heart attacks because at the end of the day, uh, heart attack uh, at the end of the day, high blood pressure or what we call hypertension is called a silent killer. That's mm-hmm. uh, pretty heavy yeah. words. Silent killer, yeah. because most people don't know they have blood pressure and they present with a bad stroke or they present with uh, yeah. a heart attack on myocardial infarction. So, and another thing people- It can be stress induced. It I can mean, definitely be stress induced. And it could also yeah. be stress, uh, it could also be exacerbated by salt. So I tell my people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, cut down on your salt and then like, how much? And I'm like, 1500 milligrams, that is hard, hard, hard. Because if you eat 20, I would say 28 really pretzels, cut it out. <laughs> that's that's yeah. almost impossible. 28 pretzels has like 500 milligrams of salt in it. If you if you like sushi, um, and there are a lot of people who like sushi, um, the soy sauce that comes in a little bag, that little that little bag, that like ketchup bag that you bring. Oh, the soy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would hate to think how much that's is in there. That's 800 milligrams. Right. In right. one little bag. And so you, you're allowed 1500 for the whole day and people are like, I don't salt my food. Yeah. But 80% of what you eat has it's a lot of salt day. because it's processed. It's whatever is bagged, Their boxed food. or canned has a lot, a lot, a lot of salt and the little things in life 
cause big problems. <laughs> so That's stay away, it, stay away from those little things like sugar and salt. I love it. Yes, yes, oh, I love it. Sometimes have um, your cheat day, y'all. Yes. That's all good because I want my chocolate chip cookies sometimes, and I want my dark chocolate. It's all good. So <laughs> hey, uh, don't give don't give the listeners permission now. Come on now, they're gonna you say, know what? "Oh, cheat days." <laughs> yeah, like like let like seven days pass before you have something, right? right? Yeah, but I mean, you can't go all straight like that. All you go low coke, cuckoo. So we can't have people going cuckoo on it. <laughs> we'll give them some healthy uh, alternatives. All right, Dr. Sam, I really appreciate your time. You've just been a joy and a, and a pleasure to interview. What would you say as we are wrapping up, we're going into this, you know, holiday Christmas season. Um, what, what would be one thing that you would like to leave our listening audience with that would really bless them? If you want to stay healthy, think of others more than you think of yourself. And I think mm. that will change your life. Uh, when you care for others, love others, want to serve others, uh, want to be there for others. And I don't mean breaking your back. And I don't mean being a, like a slave to people. Just think of others uh, more than you do of yourself. And you're going to have a much more joyful Christmas and joyful holiday to come. That is absolutely beautiful. If you want to find out more about Dr. Sam, where can they find you? Well, the Beacon of Hearts is is where our ministry is. So if they go to www.beaconofhearts.org, they can find a lot about me. We have a lot of books. In fact, we talked a lot about the heart. And one of my books is called I Got a Big Butt. And it tells you oh. it's, it's the physical <laughs> psychological, spiritual, and practical ways of getting healthy. So, and then I, I love it. And that's B-U-T and then in parentheses T. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> that I play on the word, but, and uh, yes, you do. Yes. And so that's one of the books, but uh, the new series are the revelation books, which a lot of people don't understand. It took me only five years to put it together. The Lord's like, hurry up child before the rapture, let's get these books out. And so I got those books out. They can find a lot in the store. They can find a lot of my sermons, uh, a lot of the things, the little short sermons, the longer sermons, what I do on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Dr. Kojiglanian, Dr. Kojiglanian. You can find me on Facebook at I think it's Drsam's uh, space Kojiglanian. There goes that long. I'll put that in the show Kojiglanian notes. Kojiglanian over and over. Yes, uh, but you know I'm just over God's, and over. We I'm got just it. God's boy. I want to serve him. I want to serve people. I want to love him. I want to love people and, and rock the planet for Jesus Christ. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's uh, not what I did for myself. It's how I served others. And that's what I want to be known mm -hmm. as. I fall and fail daily. But you know what? God picks me up and he says, let's roll. Let's go. And we're going. You're a good man. I really appreciate you. And I know our listeners do, too. So go and check out his website. I'll put all the information in the show notes. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, being a part of this of this episode of Visibly Fit. Amen. To God be the glory all by his grace. It was wonderful to be with you, Wendy. Thank you. Well, I sure hope that you enjoyed this episode with Dr. Sam. Boy, is he spunky. Oh my goodness. Hilarious. He is uh, just passionate. And I love that. I love that. And we need more doctors like Dr. Sam. If you want to learn more, go to beaconofhearts.org and you can get uh, his books and learn more about him as well. And if you are looking for a place to land so that you don't become a statistic when it comes to heart disease and you're looking for some direction and guidance, then go to getvisiblyfit.com and 
and let's work together. Let's get that heart disease or potential heart disease reversed. Let's do some preventative measures and let's take some serious action steps so that you don't have to deal with any kind of hospital situation period when it comes uh, to heart disease. So let's go ahead and reverse that situation through the proper nutrition and exercise and mindset and spiritual protocol. And I know you will be living uh, abundantly when you are feeling just your, your best self. So I'd love to walk you through that um, scenario. Again, go to getvisiblyfit.com and I will see you there. But thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Visibly Fit. Um, I invite you to invest in this broadcast, invest in someone else's health by sharing this podcast, by sharing it to someone that you care about, by sharing it uh, to a friend or a family member. Get the word out help uh, others learn about visibly fit so that they can hear from my guests and also from myself and uh, to enhance their health. That's the goal is that we become healthier in mind, body, and spirit. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on visibly fit. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.